Good morning. Today is Tuesday, December 15th, and you're listening to the JB Font Show. Good morning. This is your host, JB Font. I just, um, this show is actually spur of the moment, and a lot of you are probably like, JB Font, what in the hell? You have not uploaded in a while. I am sorry. Um, I, it's just mentally, it's, for some reason, it's like, Things haven't been hitting me. I don't even know how to say it correctly, but things haven't been hitting me to post a new episode. And um, I'm a little sporadic in this, which I do apologize to my listeners. And going forward, I will try my best to do at least a show once a week. Um, I want to do twice a week. Um, I just have to be more diligent. One of my biggest issues is consistency. I'm consistently inconsistent. And that is one of my biggest faults. And uh, I am not perfect. And I am working to perfect myself in that endeavor. But there's something that was on my mind that's been going going on for, gosh, uh, for the most part, well over three, four days. It's a debate that's been going on on the left. And one of the debates that's been going on is about using your votes to get what you want what am i talking about specifically jb font what are you talking about okay so there is a lefty with a show name by the name of jimmy Dore, and he basically went on He basically went on a rant stating that someone like AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, should withhold her vote as well as many other progressive members of the House from voting for Nancy Pelosi as Speaker until Nancy Pelosi agrees to put Medicare for all, the Medicare for all bill up for a floor vote. So basically there's, he's saying that they should withhold their vote for her until she agrees to put up the bill for Medicare for all up for a vote. That bill is already written. It's been written. It's a bill that's been written by Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal. Okay. So there's no like, oh, we have to craft the bill first and we have to, you know, guess what's in it. It is written. It has been written. You can look it up and read the details of it. You can read the actual bill yourself. Same thing with Bernie Sanders, Medicare for all bill that's in the Senate. It is crafted. It is already written. It is just sitting on the desks of 
Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell. Okay. Now. This is basically what Jimmy Dore is proposing. This is straight up politics. This is how the game is played. Politics is transactional. If you want something from me, you have to do something for me. What do I get out of this? Right? So, truth be told, this is how you play it. Not only that, but because people like AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, um, Ayanna Presley, many of them, they do not receive donations from corporations. They are all grassroots funded. So therefore, there is no financial incentive for them to put forth this battle. Because if, let's say for instance, Medicare for All gets passed, they're not going to give any financial incentive for it. And they're not against Medicare for all at all because they're not receiving money from the fossil. I'm sorry, from the the pharmaceutical corporations or the medical insurance industry. They're not receiving money from them. So for them to say no to that strategy really doesn't really make sense. But that's what AOC did. She she basically thinks it's not a good strategy. She thinks that, well, you know, the members of the House aren't there yet, so we have to fight on our battles where we think we can win, like a $15 minimum wage. Come to find out they actually did vote on a $15 minimum wage, which actually passed in the House. So therefore, trying to propose that we do that again is really silly and convoluted there's no reason to try to propose a bill that's already passed in the house and you know it can pass in the house again because you already voted for it that doesn't make any sense almost 80 percent of democrats almost 80 percent want medicare for all If the people who are elected do not, are not there where the people already are, then the people who are elected, who are employees, should be fired. Or they should be pushed to that position by the people. That's democracy. That's how it works. Now, here, here's something that I, I that, that that annoys me. First off, this critique. Now, I'm I'm doing all this on the fly. I have no notes, so please bear with me. The fact that people are attacking Jimmy Dore. Let me say this. Does he have some problematic takes? Yes. Is Jimmy Dore kind of a 
loopy guy who sometimes has says things I definitely disagree with. Absolutely. But on this issue, it does not make him wrong. Attacking him for his personality or how he does things does not negate the facts and the logic of what he stated regarding this issue. It doesn't. So for people who are attacking Jimmy Dore on this particular issue without talking about the issue head on, stop. Just stop. Let's take a look at this for what it is. Okay? You have people who supposedly support this, but it seems like they're doing a moonwalk away from it. (laughs) Now, maybe somebody needs to have a conversation with some of these members, particularly AOC, and gauge, like, why does she think this? But this is the same woman that as soon as she got entered into Congress, she led a sit-in at Nancy Pelosi's office for climate change legislation. She was defiant in the most legal and ethical way possible, but she was defiant in leading this charge. So some of us on the left are now going, what happened to that AOC? Where is she? Is she still here? Has she gone away? Politics is transactional. If you want something from me, then you got to give me something. Guess what? We are in the middle of a pandemic. Guess what? We need Medicare for all. This is this is not something to have to get to. The fact that the corporate media is actually going on and saying, well, you know, I think Bernie was kind of right about Medicare for all. He did have a point. If they are now admitting it, if they are there, then guess what? And if the 80% of Democrats are there and nearly 50% of Republicans are there, God damn it, then do it. Do it now. Now is the time. Get it done. And for some reason, and this annoys the hell out of me. And I'll tell you guys that when we get back on the JB Font show. <laughs> Keep you there on a cliffhanger. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the JB Font show. You know what burns my biscuits? Is when people stand politicians when they treat politicians like celebrities number one 
AOC is not a celebrity. Yes, is she famous? Absolutely. Should, should she be worshipped like a celebrity? Absolutely not. In fact, celebrities shouldn't be worshipped, period. Another thing that really annoys me, because they act like she's Beyonce and they're the Bayhive. It, that annoys me. But another thing that annoys me is some of these members in Congress behave as if Nancy Pelosi is their boss. She is not your boss. She is a co-worker. That's all she is. We are your boss. The constituents, the people that put you there, the people that voted for you. Nancy Pelosi cannot fire you. The people can. So, this fear of of Queen 4D chess strategy, allegedly, just look at how she dealt with Donald Trump as far as the things that he wanted to do. She passed many things that actually gave him more power, especially over, you know, NSA spying and, you know, military budgets and all that other crap. She is, like Elizabeth Warren said, she's just a player in the game. So, to treat Nancy Pelosi with this reverence as if she is a boss or even your manager. She's a coordinator. That's basically it. And so, honestly, if you really want something for the American people, make Nancy tap dance for it. The rich and the corporations have made us tap dance for decades. For and they made us do it for peanuts. I mean, look at look at our wages. Our wages haven't went up in decades. We are tap dancing for peanuts. Right now we're in the middle of a pandemic and the richest 0.1% have added almost a trillion dollars to their wealth. Almost a trillion. You mean to tell me that withholding your vote for her, for Nancy Pelosi as speaker, is not going to work? It is going to work. Because here's the thing. And Kyle Kalinske said this very well, and I applaud him for saying this. If you win, then you win. If you lose, then you win. If you win, then you get Medicare for all on the floor. And if you win, then it passes the House and then it goes over to the Senate. And then say, for instance, Mitch McConnell is voted down and he doesn't want to pass it. Okay, well, then now you can go as the Democrats and go, we try to give you guys universal health care. 
And then you can fight for Medicare for all. And then guess what? Next time in 2022, when we do have another election for Congress, then you guys can go out there and say we tried and we passed it. But Mitch McConnell and the Senate Republicans didn't want to give you shit. Or, say for instance, Nancy Pelosi does agree to it. She puts it on the floor. And it, and the Medicare for All bill gets voted down in the House. Well then, guess what? You know who your enemies are. You find out on record which Democrats, quote unquote Democrats, voted against Medicare for all, and then you attack them, you primary them, you get people who will vote for Medicare for all to run against them. And then that letting people, the managers, the owners, the bosses know who's actually for their interest and who's not. This is how politics is played. So, yes, I agree with Jimmy Dore. I do. And the fact is, we are, gosh, what, uh, nine, ten months into this pandemic now? 300,000 dead so far. Millions have been infected. And the millions that were infected, probably a good chunk of them have permanent, you know, physical damage from this virus, even though they survived. So they're going to need health care, right? Not to mention all the people who have things like cancer, uh, different types of heart disease. They have, you know, people who may suffer from things like Crohn's disease, people who are on kidney dialysis, people who have liver diseases, people who have uh, people with like sickle cell anemia and people with lupus and all these other different ailments that have nothing to do with COVID, they're also still dying too because they don't have healthcare. Not to mention that Healthcare is tied to your employment, which is the dumbest thing ever. So if you lose your employment, then you lose your healthcare. If European countries and, mo- and all the other developed nations in the world are able to see this, then why don't we? So yeah, yeah, it's a good plan. Because you want to force their hand to do what is right. I don't care if you have to bribe somebody to do what's right. I don't care if you have to force their hand in Machiavellian political ways to do what is right. Do it. 
I don't care if they feel threatened. Look, I want them scared. I want them scared to lose their jobs. I want people out in the streets. I want people going up to their homes. I want people screaming with bullhorns saying, pass this or you will be out in 22. No Medicare for all, you lose in 22. That should be our chant. No Medicare for all, you lose in 22. No Medicare for all, you lose in 22. That's what it should be. Including Nancy Pelosi. Let her lose. Give it to someone. Give the seat to someone who will actually pass it. Give it the seat to someone who will vote for it. And if we have a bunch of people who don't want to vote for it, then we primary them. Let them know that this is what the people want. I am sick and tired of corporations being able to call up a politician and tell them what they want. And the politician says, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. And they get what they want. That's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be us. Flood their phone lines. Flood their voicemail. Fill it up to past capacity. I want them saying that to us. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, non-gender conforming person. No, non-gender conforming person. I don't care. I want them to do what we want because we are the boss. And if that seems like too much for somebody, you have zero understanding of how politics works. How did the Tea Party get what they want? The Tea Party managed to oust two Republican leaders. Not one, but two. Because they made demands and they didn't give a shit about the leaders kowtowing to their donors. I'm going to say something controversial and well, (laughs) I'll say that when I get back. It's something I'm jealous of. And uh, when I get back, you guys will know what that is. You're listening to the JB Font Show. Welcome back to the JB Font Show. I left you with what I am jealous of. One thing I'm going to tell you that I am jealous of is I'm jealous. And I think I've said this before. I'm jealous of Trump supporters. I'm jealous of MAGA. I'm jealous of the Chief Party. Because they will go out there and they will tell their politicians exactly what they want. And if they don't get it, then the politicians will lose next election. 
we on the left, and by left I mean those who are, who consider themselves uh, progressives, social democrats, democratic socialists, socialists, anarchists, communists, uh, Marxists, Leninists, and a host of other different people on the left. Those of us should do the same. We want people to not go homeless, get out on the streets. We want people to have health care, get out on the streets. We want to save this planet, get out on the streets. We want people to actually have a living wage so that they're able to afford to live without having to have three and four jobs. Get out there in the streets. We want to make sure that policing is done in a way in which it actually benefits the community instead of killing us, get out in the streets. That's how it should be. You know, there was a protest a few days ago. And (laughs) these Trump supporters, MAGAs, they were saying destroy the GOP. They were chanting destroy the GOP. Because they weren't giving them what they wanted. I felt envy at that point. I felt jealousy at that point. I was just like, what? Why aren't we doing this for for an emergency UBI to pay people to stay home to get rid of this crisis? Why aren't we doing this for Medicare for all? Why aren't we doing this for a host of other issues. And the crazy part is, according to the polling, the, the, the country is with us. It's like, what the hell? So yeah, I am a little bit jealous of them. Let's be real. Do would I rather have the Democratic Party either reformed or destroyed? I'd rather have it reformed. But its destruction is not off the table. The reason being is because they're not doing for the people. They're doing things for the wealthy donors and the corporations. And it's getting to a point where a mass firing has to take place. We have to give them their pink slips and put people in who are literally going to fight for us. Nancy Pelosi has a favorability rating that's around 20%. I'm pretty sure AOC's favorability rating is quite higher than Nancy Pelosi. AOC is literally one of the most famous politicians in America. And she's only been in politics for two years. She has power. And she can wield that power in a very 
beneficial way. Now, as far as the way things go in Washington, if you're fighting for the things that we are advocating for, the things that I am advocating for on this program, the people in Washington are going to hate your guts because you're ruining the gravy train. You're taking away that gravy train from the military industrial complex, the prison industrial complex, the pharmaceutical industry, big agriculture, the prison industrial complex. You're ruining that gravy train, even though that gravy train is ruining the rest of our lives. But look here. The people are with you. If the people are with you, the rest of the people in Washington can go to hell. We got your back. You will be in Congress. You will stay in Congress if you fight for us. If you're just saying the right things. But when push comes to shove, you're not actually getting in the ring with your Everlast gloves on. Guess what? <laughs> Sorry, baby, you out. We got to we got to put somebody in who's willing who was willing to fight and take the blows. We are done with just rhetoric. Rhetoric alone does not improve our lives. Just because you're saying the right shit doesn't mean you're really about it. We want to see it happen. We want to see not a floor speech. We want to see the votes happen. We want to see you going toe-to-toe with the establishment. We want the establishment to hate you. Because if the establishment hates you, that means we love you. If the corporate media hates you, that means we love you. And guess what? There are more of us than there are more of the, than there are of them. Guess what? We are the masses. They aren't. They're a small little tiny group of lap dogs that basically kiss up to the millionaires and billionaires, which there are very little of them. So guess what? Here's what we need you to do, okay? We need you to go up to Nancy Pelosi as a group and tell her if you do not agree in writing to put Medicare for all up for a floor vote on the record, then we will not only not vote for you, for as speaker, but also we will put up a challenger and say, no, we want this person to be speaker. Now, I don't know how the ins or outs goes, but everything I'm telling you also should have happened during the primary. Bernie should have told Joe Biden, look, if you're not going to be for Medicare for all, I'm not going to. I'll be out of the race, but I'm not going to fight for you. I'm not going to support you. 
but you promised. Well, yeah, I mean, I promised that with the intention of actually getting things done for the people. Is that a legally binding document? No, so whatever. I shouldn't have signed it. I wasn't in my right mind. People need this. And this isn't just some political issue. This is life or death. People coming out of the hospital with 50, 60, 70, 80,000 dollars in debt. All because of a disease that they caught that wasn't their fault. You shouldn't go into debt because of you're having a kid. What? Go into debt because you're having a kid to have a kid? Go into debt because you got sick and you had to go to the ER? Come on. No, that's not how it's supposed to be. No. If any of you have ever seen the movie John Q, he has a famous line in there. Sick, help. Sick, help. That's it. And that's all. This is exhausting. (laughs) And I think you guys can hear it in my voice. But ultimately, what has to happen is you have to be willing to put your pants on as an adult and tell the people no. And by the people, I mean the establishment. You have to be willing to tell them no and walk out of the room and make them go, okay, 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 okay. All right, fine. We'll put it up for a vote. And the whole, oh, well, we don't have the votes right now. Look, a few years ago, when Medicare for All was first proposed, had maybe a handful of co-sponsors. This time around, it had uh, well over 120. I don't have the exact numbers on me right now, but it's quite a significant jump. So... And having co-sponsors doesn't mean shit because, hell, look at Kamala Harris. She backed away from Medicare for All like there was the bubonic plague uh, when she got just the mildest critique and questions from it. But that floor vote will tell you who is really down for the people. And... We, didn't, we need to know who's down for us. Because guess what? There's going to be another hiring and firing session coming up in two years. And we need to know 
how we're going to separate the wheat from the chaff. And so once we find that out, guess what? We're going to be saying goodbye to a lot of people who don't fight for us, who just want a cushy job and be lapdogs for the corporations. So I encourage all my viewers, if you can, call your congressperson and put pressure on them. Let them know. Say, hey, we need Medicare for all. And if you do not tell Nancy Pelosi that you won't vote for her unless she puts Medicare for all for a floor vote, then we are not voting for you in 22. And you will be out of a job. I don't know, make it a group thing. Have some friends over, a couple glasses of wine, and get on your phones. But let's demand what we want because we're the boss. Thanks for listening. And I hope you guys enjoyed this program. And uh, I usually don't ask for support that often, but uh, if you guys would like to, then you guys can support the channel um, by uh, becoming, you know, uh, members um, and just keep listening, uh, like the channel and become, you know, subscribe. And I really appreciate you guys listening and thank you for your patience. You all are very lovely, wonderful people, and I hope to make great content for you going forward. And there are some special things coming up in the future, which uh, when it comes, you'll know it. And yeah, I'll see you in the next one.